This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to Contending for the Crown with Kristen Rao. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you have been having a wonderful day. Matthew six nineteen through 21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus gave us this command to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. We are doing a study based off the book, A Christian's Treasure Chest for Young Girls, by Neely Dean, and today we are going to be looking at Pearl of Purity. Purity defined simply means freedom from adulteration or contamination. Adulteration is the action of making something poorer in quality by the addition of another substance. Contamination is the action or state of making or being made impure by polluting or poisoning. In order to be pure, we therefore must be free from these contaminants or pollutants. The author of our book mentions stagnant water. Let's think about that for a moment. Have you ever seen a body of water that has trash in it and it's covered with that green scum? The water has no current and because it can't flow it becomes stagnant and usually smells badly. No one would want to use that body of water as a source for drinking or bathing. Let's see how this ties in with us as Christians. Psalm 24, 3-4 Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, and does not swear deceitfully. What does this verse say that we need in order to be near God? We need clean hands and a pure heart. There are certain things that God has told us to think on in order to keep our hearts pure. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. If we keep our mind filled with the good things, there is a smaller chance for the bad things to enter. There is a phrase that my mother-in-law always told my husband when he was a kid. Garbage in, garbage out. Matthew six twenty-two through 23 The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. If we fill our minds with garbage, then the garbage will come out no matter how hard we try to keep it in. The opposite can be said too, good in, good out. If we fill our minds with the good things of Philippians 4.8, then good will come out, and others will see God in us. James 1.27 tells us that pure and undefiled religion requires keeping ourselves unstained from the world. This goes back to thinking about the good things and staying away from the bad. 
In order to keep ourselves unstained from the world, we must read God's word and study to know what God has commanded us. I think 2 Timothy 2.15 is becoming our theme verse for these lessons. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Other than keeping our minds pure, we must also keep our bodies pure. This includes our whole body, inside and out. We must keep our body free from the works of the flesh. Galatians 5:19-21. Now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 18-20 Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. We must dress modestly. This is probably the most obvious and most taught point when it comes to purity. Modesty, though, is also required in other aspects of our lives as women, as 1 Timothy 2, 8-15 says. I desire, then, that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Likewise, also, that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing, if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. Self-respect, quietness or meekness, submissiveness, and self-control have become curse words almost with the feminist movement of the last half-century. We must realize that not only are these qualities commanded, but they are a part of being modest and pure. I'll leave you today with Romans 12, 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Until next week, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Wave Media by visiting us at BibleWaveMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we encourage you to please share this program, to like it on social media. Thank you for being with us today.